Hi, this is Joe Neasley, Chief's Pub owner, with my wife, Jenna. And you're listening to The Lake Forest Podcast. Welcome to The Lake Forest Podcast, a podcast <laughs> about the lovely city of Lake Forest, featuring topics like local news, sports, music, people, and food. My name is Pete, and I'm joined by my co-host, Scoo Walker. We all live in Lake Forest. Scoo, we have a sponsor for the show, Dakota Insurance Aww. Group. They've got your back. Why, Scoo? Because that's what friends are for. Dakota Insurance handles all your residential and commercial insurance needs. Get a quote now at dakotainsurancegroup.com. We are joined today by Joe Neasley, owner of our beloved Chiefs Pub in Lake Forest. Let's chat with Joe and find out what's going on at Chiefs. Joe, we had you on the show back in January. Much different times now, huh? Yeah, yes, a lot more, a lot more activity going on these days. I mean, that was rough, man. You were just coming out of it. We're talking propane tanks, tents, masks. Obviously, we've got to keep some of it, but uh, you had all those challenges, and we want to give everybody an update. Uh, we figure out every six months we should talk to you, but this time we got Scoo Walker with us. Scoo, you know Joe? I know Joe. Oh, Joe when he was little. <laughs> and serving coffee at no nos i think i was 21 at the time when i was doing that so yeah, yeah it's been man 17 years no no okay. you still look the same though a lot of gray it's starting to come in here school was high and tight a couple weeks ago it's grown back that's some it's fast gonna be high and tight hair, pretty soon in a couple days uh, it's good right. to hot longer hair I'll borrow you my clippers. So, Joe, just like we did in January, just briefly, we got some new people that moved into Lake Forest, and uh, you know maybe they haven't stumbled in your uh, pub yet, but maybe they'll stumble out. Uh, <laughs> how did you start, Chiefs? Who are you? How, you know, uh, I see a lot of fire firemen stuff there. Give us a quick four one one for the newbies out there. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, my dad Chuck, he started chiefs in 2007 actually we opened up on halloween night and he was a former firefighter and a fire chief so we basically just decked it out as a firefighter themed restaurant i worked there a ton finally i got hired full-time as a career firefighter in the city of north chicago and then my wife and i decided that when my dad was going to sell it in 2016 that we would buy it from him and then basically turn it more into a a family-friendly sports bar kind of like a buffalo wild wings but with our family-friendly feel, like, more involved with, you know, not corporate stuff. Like, we're right, always right. there. Like, you go on on a Friday night, you see me serving, you know, drinks or bringing food to the table. Same with my wife. She's she's always there. Actually, more than I am. I'm doing all the behind-the-scenes stuff, trying to get everything taken care of because of COVID. Yeah, so if you go in there, you see all the fire department stuff. That's usually, you'll find helmets for my dad, even my grandfather, my helmets, um, gear from around town. We actually said uh, when we first opened up, my dad would have the guys come in from all the other fire departments and you say if you bring bring us gear helmets memorabilia we'll just buy you food and stuff so we actually have a bunch of stuff now inside from all over the place i think i was there about a week ago had a had a nice pie there uh you guys were jammed that's awesome man that's yeah that's it's awesome been, you know ever since i came out and said you know what if you uh have the vaccine you don't have to wear your mask i think that really gave everybody the level of uh the safety level that they've been looking for to get out of the house and go back out and do things. So as soon as that happened, it was like floodgates. As great as it is, it's actually the service industry has changed so much because of the pandemic, but we don't have the staff for it. So we finally have the tables that we've been needing for the last year, but now we don't have the staff because nobody's working. So uh, that's newest challenge is actually trying to be able to provide the 
the service level to right. all the tables that are filled up now. And it's just, it's really hard. It's really hard. I mean, we're cooking on Friday night with three guys and I need seven at least. It's yeah, it's, it's hard if that's everybody's saying that, man, it's hard yeah. to find people. Do you think uh, they're running through that unemployment benefits yet to, you know, make it worth their while or what's, what's the issue? You know, I think that and then and safety as well. You know, there's still a lot of people that aren't comfortable going out yet. You know, they're not going uh, back to work because they don't want to be around people that aren't vaccinated. So I think it's it's that level. You know, they're getting paid to stay home. And if they can get paid to stay home, make just as much and be safe about it, then yeah. why not? Yeah, that's the struggle right now. How easy is it to uh, pay someone 15 bucks an hour in the, in the bar biz? Oh, my gosh. And you know what the thing is, is that the people that are working, they don't want 15, they want 18, $20 an hour, you know, because yeah. they're, out there, they're working and it's, it's not easy because the costs and the food costs are going up because of the pandemic fly is down. Everything's just getting more expensive as a bar owner, restaurant owners, they can all tell you, it's just, you know, thank God I have my fire department job where this isn't my base income because I can afford yeah. pay a little bit more and take a little bit less home. That actually helps me out a lot, but it's man, as a, a mom and pop restaurant, if that's your livelihood, uh, you're going to see that dwindle down unless you're raising your prices and then you push it on to the customer. The margins on food, man, that's, they're horrible to begin with. And mm -hmm. then you throw the inflation on top of it. And then the workers, I mean, it's <laughs> taxes. Yeah, taxes, uh, dram shop, I mean, liability, you, you know, eventually you're going to have to raise the prices. I know you don't want to, but I think people got to figure out, hey, man, you want the quality food? You, you don't want to wait for uh, a server to come to the table because you're understaffed? Then you got to pay up. It, you know? uh, what yeah, you unfortunately, it is going to be one of those things. I think, uh, like I said, I have my career job so I can afford to take less home if I have to. So we'll be one of the last places to actually push it on to the customer and, and you know, yeah. if we have to, we'll do it very minimal. Uh, we want to just kind of stay status quo if we can, but of course, you know, it's just the times are changing. Everything's getting more expensive and it, it's eventually going to happen. Now I was at <laughs> McDonald's getting my kids stuff after baseball. And I think we spent 20 bucks. I remember going to McDonald's as a kid. I have $2 and it was like, I could feed myself all day. <laughs> so it's, it's always going to change and we'll just have to figure out how to keep, cost down and keep the menu prices down as well. And people say, well, I don't want robots. You don't want, you know, swipe your credit card and pour your own tap beer. Well, what? It's eventually going to happen. Right. Yeah. You know, it, if you really want to keep the cost down and, you know, it's $15 an hour minimum wage now, you know, it's going to go up to 20 eventually because the cost of living has got to raise. And, you know, the government is so shysty. I mean, those guys, you know, of course, everybody wants to get paid more. That's the point of working, you want to make as much as you can, give your family the quality of life that you want. You don't go on vacations, have the nice cars. And the government doesn't care if you get $15 an hour or $20 an hour. They just want you to get paid more because they take more out of it. Right. <laughs> you know, 30% you know, of $8 is nothing compared to 30% of $15. The, the government isn't here to help the people. And sorry to get political on that, but. No, but it's, but it's, but it's true. It's uh, the more you make, school, the more so what do you think, man? You know, Joe, what, have you talked creatively like to other bar owners on, you know, how long you think this is going to keep going? Is it going to stop? Do you think it's going to keep going up? Or how is there ways creatively to work in the it's, industry together? It's really hard. Um, 
I've, I've talked to Jeff Urso, as I mentioned on the first show, he's one of my best friends, and he owns yeah. Donati's, and now El Jefe's, and Donati's East, and Puck's Pub, and I'm sure he's going to buy a slew of other restaurants, because <laughs> that's just what he's doing. He's taking yeah. over all the area, he's doing awesome. And it, it's great having him as a friend, because he has a lot of insight into the business he's been doing this since high school. We talk all the time about, you know, like, how are you going to do this? You're going to have to go get away from waitstaff, or... You do the table ordering systems where you can just have the iPad there and they can order. And then you just have food runners instead of paying five people, you know, right. yeah. $10 an hour, $11 an hour, you're paying one person to run the food and drinks. You can save costs that way. It's always going to change it's, it's, unless the market gets flooded with a bunch of employees that are willing to work again, which maybe after the stimulus we'll see. And then we'll be able to keep some of the um, salary and wages costs down. So. Are there other ways you guys talk about, uh, you know, compensating employees non-traditionally with money or not with money, but other ways that, you know, you guys have? I think, uh, well, no, we've never really figured something out like that. I mean, like, I, I would love to be able to provide, you know, insurance and benefits and maybe a 401k, but it's just so expensive for us, the business owners, to do that, especially right. for who, who needs it the most. I, I think that would be one way to do it. Honestly, I just try to take care of my employees the best that I can. Before the pandemic, we were really busy and doing really well. My wife and I decided, you know what? We are going to, during our Christmas party, we're going to raffle off a all expenses paid vacation. And whoever wins it, you know, goes on. I think we bought a cruise for that week. And then we did a kitchen one because most of my kitchen staff are from uh, Mexico or uh, Ecuador, things like that, where they've come to our country at a young age to start working with their families and get out of you know, poverty and start living a good life, but they haven't seen their families in a long time. So we actually bought plane, or we're going to buy plane tickets for our head cook to go and visit his mom and dad in Mexico. Um, so doing that kind of stuff, it kind of brings it more into like a family. So they're not looking for like a, a money compensation, but they feel right. good about working there. You know, it's right. like, they might be able to go and visit their family. And, and now that we're going back to normal, we're going to bring that back. And uh, it, it just seems as, you know, workers not only are driven by dollars, but they want a security and know they're taken care of and all that. And maybe there's, you know, unique ways to do that to, to get them more loyal to you outside of having to pay them so much money. Yeah. You can say it like that, but there's, tons of different ways like you're doing, which is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's working. Uh, like I said, you, you treat them right and they're going to take care of you. They're loyal to you. If you're loyal to them, I, I, I treat them all like family, you know, and it's not like going in there and pointing fingers and yelling, blah, blah, blah. You want the day off, take the day off. I'll go in and cook for you. If I'm not at the firehouse, um, you want to, you want to take a week off and go on vacation. You know, I'll, I'll pay you half your paycheck while you're gone, just so that you, you're still making some money. You know, that, that helps out a lot. They take care of us. You know, they're the reason right. why everybody is coming in. You know, uh, we're just right. the business. So if, without them, we're nothing. So you got to keep them happy and figuring out how to keep them happy without pumping all the money out of the business is that's the main challenge. So, well, Joe, what a lot of people don't understand is, I mean, if you factor in the tips, right, fine. Uh, you want 15 or 20 an hour, then pull your tips or put the, let the house be a part of the tips. Nobody wants to do that. I, you know, I love seeing these things on like uh, Facebook or the social posts, uh, whatever, TikTok, Twitter, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a waiter taking a picture of their, their check and they made like, you know, $26 and they're like, we can't live off of this. You know what? I, you know, I agree, but you're a tipped employee. Your, your salary isn't that you know, that's just what we have to pay you because the state wants you to hit a certain point in minimum wage, blah, 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 and taxes. And right, stuff. right. 
some of our kids, you know, college kids, they're making fifteen hundred dollars a week in cash tips. That's I wish I was making that when I was nineteen, twenty years old. I would take that in a second. That's a pretty good hourly that nobody talks about. I know when you mess with people's tips, that gets into a funky area. Yeah, we, but we don't mess with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, but it's people got to understand the both sides, the customers and the employees. Hey, look, man, the people, you know, the back of the house, the you know, the food guys. I mean, you're leaving it up to the uh, the waitress or the bartender to tip out the people. Mm-hmm. But if they're stiffing them, you know, there's nothing that you can do about it. Yeah, I mean, thank God, our, you know, all of our customers are awesome and they they treat our staff really well. And then, uh, you know, our staff takes a cut of what they make, depending on their position. And then they tip out accordingly throughout the rest yeah. of the house. And uh, they, they keep, you know, their tips. They get them cashed out every single night, which is nice. Uh, we yeah. don't take anything as a house. We we never do that. That's just that's honestly I, I that's scumbagish. Any bar owner that does that, I'll call you out right now. You're a scumbag if you take your employees' tips. That's their money. They work for it. Let them keep it. The tip portion is like you're making good service optional. It should always be good service. But I get get another story. Enough of the economic. You got regular menus now, Joe. When that yeah. happened. Uh, we actually did that. This is actually funny. I'm ordering new ones because I screwed up. My wife, she always catches my screw ups. It's awesome. Um, That's what we, we had wives. Three weeks ago. And uh, oh, actually, probably about a month ago, we brought them back. Basically, around the time when they say that if you've been vaccinated, you can take your mask off. Um, but mm, we're still wiping everything down with all the disinfectants, the bleach water, things like that, just keep everything safe. So it's weird. It's something as small as a paper menu makes you feel normal again. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. that's what we wanted in our, our places for everybody to feel normal again and comfortable. Are you keeping on any of the changes that you put on? Uh, any tips from Jeff Urso that you're, you're keeping going? You know, it's great. You know, like, like I said, I could always call Jeff and just pick his brain about everything he has. Uh, he's the, the, the delivery king in this area. Like he could do that blindfolded and backwards, you know. I, I would like to keep on things like delivery and takeout. So the tips that he gave us during the pandemic, we're using those. But as far as delivery goes, we're really going back to just a dine-in sports bar. You know, as much as I love my food, uh, it doesn't travel well. It's meant to be eaten yeah. in the moment, watching a game with a cold beer. I get it to go and I bring it home. I'm like, see, this is what people are getting. Like, I like it, but this is not meant to be. It needs it's- to be on the plate at the restaurant. Because you're, you know, you're farming it out to a third party to deliver it, and then that's your brand going out the door. So exactly. get the one star review when the Grubhub guy drops it, or yeah, yeah, car for two days and then drops it off cold. Yeah, it's so it stinks going through the third party, but we just don't do enough delivery. This right, right. Hire a delivery driver. So, so one of the changes you cut down the menu. Now you brought back the uh, what do you call it? A catalog. Jeff calls your menu a catalog. Yeah. He's, it's like, oh, you could you could get the number, you know, 119 or the 234. <laughs> uh, we cut down some of the stuff like uh, the kimchi poppers that we invented in my backyard that one day. Uh, we actually cut that down because the price of kimchi is going up. Again, the staff's yeah. not there to prep it. So we, yeah, yeah. uh, we kind of sized down the menu quite a bit just to cut costs on, on all of our food options. We'll bring it back once, you know, maybe next summer when everything's rolling again we just basically stuck stuck to the favorites you know the fire shrimp the shrimp tacos 
Yeah. Uh, the steak tacos. We we upped our meat quality too. We actually switched everything over to like a marinated skirt steak, which is just a hundred times more tender than regular steak for tacos. So uh, that's working. Every little penny counts. So we're just trying to just cut cut some costs, but keep the food quality up in the service. So. Well, we'll throw in the meat problem, man. Is that shortage hitting you yet? Oh, chicken wings. You can't get them anywhere. Thank God I've got a private chicken guy out of Northbrook that I use, and he's got plenty of wings, so I can keep them coming in. But like Cisco and Greco, they yeah. said they're not going to be able to fulfill their orders until September. So, yeah, I think they, Urso bought them all. He probably did. Over at Pucks, he sells chicken wings like like can pour water. It's just insane how much you can go through. He's got a good spot over there. I like it because it's close to my house. I can walk there. <laughs> well, you know, part of the thing, you know, gosh darn it, I said I wouldn't get back to the economics, but I mean, <laughs> this stuff weighs on you and eventually, you know, something's got to give, you know, it may not be this year, but it's nice that people get the heads up. Hey, look, we this could be coming down the road. And here's the reason why people understand it. People go to your place for the experience, Right. Right. So is the experience worth it? I, you know, I think so. It's always clean. You know, the stuff's there. The staff issue is always going to be there. Same with everybody else. Look, excuse the voice of the the football scouts. All right. You want to watch the streaming games? You have them on in there. We go in there. Oh yeah. Have, have a have a beverage. So I, I I I get it. You got the summer going on. What you get any biz from Lake Forest Day, Fourth uh, of July, any of that stuff? What's coming up? Fourth uh, of July, we're closed. It's actually my favorite holiday, and you know it's America's Independence Day, so I can't open for that. It's nice to give the staff yeah. a break in the day off too. They yeah. want to and hang out with their families. Um, I'm actually working at the firehouse this year, so I'm going to be on duty, which is nice that I'm there and they're off. They can do their thing. Um, but yeah, we get a huge, huge crowd for Lake Forest days. If you know the Lantern, obviously is you know a staple in Lake Forest. Everybody loves going to Lantern after. Nah, nobody does because Beth doesn't come on the show. She sucks. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. But they come go up there and then they come over to our place. It's like great having the two places. Hey, you want to pay $1 for a basket of popcorn? Go to Lantern. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see if anybody's uh, listening really, to this I'm really, one. Glad I, I'm really glad I came on this show. I, I, I just want to qualify that. That was Pete. That wasn't Joe or Scusi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see if we get a rise from oh, the sure. whoever owns that place. Um, <laughs> she gets you give her more advertisement for her not coming no, on. That's why <laughs> every time you say it. <laughs> well, if you want a dollar basket of popcorn, they got the best dollar basket of popcorn in Lake Forest. Go there. Oh, uh, hey, hey, Joe, any um, is the city willing or any ideas? I'm sure you thought about it. Have bands in that parking lot there and all that now that you've had people outside and maybe. I the city is definitely more than happy to work with us, especially for like one day permits and things of that sort. Cause my wife and I have been throwing around the idea where we want to get, you know, our grills outside or smokers out there um, and do like an old car show in the parking lot, have all the nice cars parked, yeah. have a band going. So I think they wouldn't mind if we did something like that for like a one day permit. And, you know, I know that the outdoor seating is going to be more limited this year since, you know, Corona is not where it was last summer. Um, the indoor dining's there. Uh, you know, the governor apparently is going to open the state hundred percent in the next week or two. Um, so we don't have the outdoor dining like we had last year. We don't have the 10, we don't have the 30 tables out there right now. We just have, 
um, three picnic tables on the sidewalk. So as far as having like the Wednesday night music like we had last year, where that's not going to happen this year, unfortunately, as much fun as it would be. But uh, like I said, we're going to throw around the idea of having like a car show or something so we can get everybody outside and cook some food and listen to music. Nice. Or even even what about doing a, uh, you know, like a drive-in thing? Like oh, a big movie, movie screen? Yeah. yeah you got the idea. parking lot. That's true. That would that's, be fun. That's big. That was big last year is renting out those big screens and showing a movie. and Yeah. Oh, man, you know what? I'll have to think of that one. I'll have to figure out how to make that work and talk, right. talk to the landlords. I'm sure they're in. Yeah, yeah, you're that tough landlord, though, right? <laughs> oh, he's a bull. No, they are awesome. I'm uh, sure he'll fight you on that one. The Altoonians are great. They've uh, they actually they helped us out so much in this pandemic. So I mean, we can't thank them enough. They really, they really just were, you know, and everything that we asked for to try and get through the pandemic. They were like, all right, let's do it. So yeah, they've they've been great. I'm sure they would like to have uh, the outdoor seating too, and especially have a movie right. theater. So, that'd be that'd be awesome. It's been done, so you can you, yeah. you know it's not something new. I mean, no. we tried and tested it last year, and people loved it. And we don't need those circles painted on the ground. <laughs> you got to stand here. No, no more. They're, they're gone. We don't even. <laughs> I remember we had like tape arrows on our floor for you know how to come and pick up your food and then go out, walk around the the bar side to go outside so you're not next to anybody. Hey, what what about uh, Gorton, Joe? They're doing a lot of outdoor stuff this year. Do you partner up with them for the food and all that, or? Oh, we have done uh, plenty of stuff with them in the past. But more of uh, like um, theater things over there. They they would, we had this deal where uh, if you brought your your tickets in, then you would get like a free drink or a half half price appetizer, things like that. So yeah, now that like I said, this pandemic seems to be coming to an end. We're going to start reaching out to our our previous connections and start working with everybody again. They got a whole, they have a whole slate of concerts out there this summer. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Lot. You know, yeah, you, so. I love how close it is. Cause I just walk over there and see it. And then right. Place. Yeah. We used to get a lot or, of, or get a golf cart and just start taking food and drink over there. I, I <laughs> wanted to do that. I don't think the city would let me, but I wanted to get one of them like 10 seater golf carts, paint chiefs pub on it and just take the college kids to and from the campus. That way they get their safety. I can pick them up, bring them into the bar. It's like, it's a business. Hey, Deer, Deer Path was doing that for a couple of years when they started, you know, taking over the beach. They were taking carts down to the beach and with, you know, everything. Oh, I would do I would yeah, right be that every weekend for those kids. That would be a blast. Take the, the Navy kids to and from the train. That would be a blast. That would be fun. Free advertisement, good business. And, and more importantly, the city doesn't have a bunch of kids stumbling back. You know, have to worry about that. Well, I, I was just thinking with the Gorton, they have those concerts now that they're doing. And it's kind of like a picnic type of thing where, you know, having people come in, grab food from you and take it over there. And, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll have to call them and see if they're, they want to work together again. So Yeah, they got a whole slate of concerts starting cool. like awesome. next week they or need, something. Joe needs employees more. He needs uh, <laughs> business, I think. What, what positions are uh, you looking for, man? Uh, servers, bartenders, cooks, basically anybody. Um, we've been working on this thing where we're trying to get uh, a lot more servers and bartenders to start working private events too, and uh, fishing out our servers who are not working at our, our place that day to private events. And, you know, they're, they're doing pretty well. So we're like, Hey, let's, you know, start a side gig on this thing and maybe just eventually get enough staff where we can just have like a, a company where we can just fish out employees all the time. And, and they're there. Probably, well, maybe maybe you can take maybe you can take Jeff's people. <laughs> hey, he's struggling too. He's struggling <laughs> too, and he's got all those. But I know he wanted to open up El Jefe's like a week or two earlier, but he just couldn't find the staff for it. How, how do you yeah. guys get get staff? Is there like a pool of 
uh, restaurant employees really can fish a, from, or is it just throwing a sign up? It's it's honestly it's it, a lot of it like cook wise is is word of mouth and them knowing other cooks. You know they'll uh, they have like their own network. Whereas if a guy leaves somewhere, he's like, hey, you know, I'm my friend John. He just quit here. He's available. Let's pick him up. Mm -hmm. All right, great. Bring him in. Um, servers, bartenders, it's more of like Facebook posts, Zip Recruiter, Indeed, things mm -hmm. like that. Um, other restaurants, you know, you, you find them. Now, we go to Lazy Dog. You talk to the server, you know, and eventually they find out we own Chiefs, things like that. They're like, oh, I'm looking for another, you know, job. I can't get the hours here, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, mm -hmm. We'll come over and we'll we'll split your hours up. We can give you at least a night or two. So it's it's tough, unconventional, but you, but you have to do what you got to do. And we're not stealing right. anybody. We're just kind of adding on to their hours if they want it. Well, let's see if we can help you on this show. Joe needs people. I'll put it in the uh, in the post today. See if we can get somebody over there. You need everybody, right? Everybody, let's bring them in. If you want to work, we'll take you. We'll train you. It'll be like the movie Cocktail. We'll we'll get behind the bar like Tom Cruise. We'll start flipping bottles around. We'll figure something out. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got for our man here? That's it. Don't, doing a great job, Joe. Thanks, Scoob. Appreciate it, man. Good to see you awesome. again. Awesome. Good time. to see you, too. Absolutely. Good job with the with the scouts, man. They, I've Thank you. So much fun streaming them in the in the bar and having everybody cheer for them and, and hearing your calls in the background. It was great. We'll have, you to, we'll have to do a couple shows next year on site. That yeah, we got we to gotta come in there and say, you know, have Scoo right after the game. He gets out of that press box faster than anybody I've ever seen. <laughs> he's, got, he's got like a rope that he uh, climbs down off of. Just parachutes right off the back. Thanks for listening to the Lake Forest podcast. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and smash that like button on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let us know what you like to hear about on the upcoming shows. Joe, thanks for coming on the show, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having thanks, me. Thanks, Joe. It's fun. What, what, what's the website? Let's get some people over there. Chiefspub.com. Chiefspub.com. Okay. You yeah, need everybody. You need, Facebook. you need employees. Okay. Again, I'm Pete. I can be reached at lakeforestpodcast.com. The link will be in the podcast notes below. On behalf of my co-host, Scoo Walker, we thank you for listening. Cue the band. Cue the band.